Greetings, my words people, my words by winter people. It's Allison McGee, your host. I am coming to you from Southern California, where the plum tree I planted early in the pandemic, the one that I thought had died from lack of water, lack of room, difficult soil, let's just call it what it was, neglect is suddenly sprouting tiny baby leaves and little cream-colored flowers. Obviously, I can give myself and everyone else who lives in this house, meaning my dog and my partner, who are way worse than me with regard to anything to do with gardening, absolutely no credit. So I'm going to give the credit to the life force of the plum tree itself. The plum tree wants to live, and as it and the orange tree next to it, its first cousin, are my witnesses. I'm going to give it more help from here on out. The other day, for no conscious reason that I could think of, I searched for the name of someone I used to love very much, someone who died decades ago, and I found nothing. No obituary, nothing on Legacy.com, no images, no anything from the newspapers back then, at least in my ordinary person, non-professional searchings. And then I went looking through my own photos, looking for a book I made about this person after he died. That I did find, but there were only three photos of him in it. He looked so young in those photos, and I looked so young. And somehow this surprised me as if, wait, I grew up, and all these years have changed me, so shouldn't he have gotten older too? Why does he still look so young? It came to me that I am the only person in the world who has the memories of this man that I do which also somehow surprised me, even though, of course, no one's going to remember him the way I do in my relationship with him. I sat there thinking how weird it would be if I'd opened up this book of memories and photos and old movie tickets and old notes. Everything in the book is both old but young, and somehow found a photo of him as he would be now if he'd lived. What would he look like? Would we still know each other? All these decades later, would he still be as fast and wild and athletic and impulsive as he used to be? If we had stopped loving each other, fallen out of touch, and decades later ran into each other in an airport or on the street, would he even recognize me? And here's a question I ask myself sometimes. Would the young me, the girl smiling up out of that book, even recognize the me I am now? I sat there and my brain kept contorting itself into Mobius strips. And then I put my hands on my belly and I breathed in deep the way my meditation app tells me to do. And do not laugh at me. I love that meditation app. And then I remembered Innumeracy by John Allen Paulos, which is a slim little volume about statistics and how poorly we understand them and how our poor understanding of them influences our lives for the worse. This is a book that fascinated me in my early 20s when my mathematician friend Doc gave it to me. We nicknamed him Doc the first week of college when we were all getting to know each other in that hard and fast way that you get to know each other 
in school of any kind or camp or an intensive class because we all decided he would be the first amongst us to get his doctorate, which sure enough happened after he transferred to MIT and became Dr. Doc <laughs> at age 25. But I digress. In the book I'm talking about innumeracy, John Allen Polos talks about how every breath we take, and yes, you can sing the police song if you want, contains a minimum of three molecules of air breathed by everyone who ever walked this earth. Breathe in right now, and you're breathing in Mother Teresa and Adolf Hitler and the Prophet Muhammad and that little kid who lived next door to you in second grade and the one you had a crush on in high school and that long ago man whose photos will never age because he didn't. Online presence or not makes no difference. I am breathing in the air he breathed right now and so are you even though you never knew him. And then I thought of the poem I'm about to read to you. Here's the poem, For Scythias, by C.L. O'Dell. I think about time, the Forsythias and the man singing in the car ahead of me. When I enter the space, the same shape he made a moment before me. Where is the music, the taste of honey in his mouth and now mine, the thought of kissing his wife goodbye, and the words of a song lifting off my tongue as if from memory, but his? What is mine stays with me my heart in the glitter of his heart. My dreams have no bones. Love is never saved in layers of rock. So much of me will never be found on this earth. And that is it for today's show, my friends. Thank you for listening. Please forgive the power tools that you can hear as well as me. If you like the show, please spread the word by sending the link to someone else who might. Give us a good rating if you're so inclined and you can figure out how to do so. Original theme music for our show is by Dylan Parisi. Additional music by Kelly Krebs. Artwork by Mark Gary. Power tools by Gus. Today's poem for Scythias by C.L. Odell is featured here with kind permission of the poet. I've included a link to C.L.'s website in the show notes where you can find more of his beautiful poems. If you have a good memory, let me tell it to you right now. C-L-O-D-E-L-L poet.com Words by Winter is created, hosted, everythinged by me. Writer Allison McGee. Tell me what you're going through. I'll go in search of a poem to help you through, to help us all through, the way poems have been helping me since I was little. Send us, and by us I mean me, <laughs> me and my vast crew of 
Paco and uh, Gus with the Power Tools. Send me a voicemail memo via email to wordsbywinterpodcast at gmail.com or just drop me a line at the same address, which again is wordsbywinterpodcast at gmail. For more info about me and my books, go to alisonmcgee.com. There's also a list of all the classes I'm teaching this year. I teach in the spring and the fall usually. Words by Winter, conversations, reflections, and poems about the passages of life. Because it's rough out there. we got to help each other through.